Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. This is the closest to orange I have in my wardrobe. Now, to those who've been here for a very long time, and if they've seen all my videos, I'm gonna reference two videos that kind of tell on me a little bit and show some change, evolution, whatever you wanna call it, or a better articulation of my previous feelings or points. One of the first videos I uploaded, originally on Facebook, was about what patriotism means to me. And in there, I talk about how patriotism is about acknowledging the good and the bad in our history and trying to actually make progress and amends so that you know, you're always trying to find perfection, right? Nothing you ever do is fully perfect. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm constructing something that's just a little off or, oh, you know, this, this recipe I made was really good, but it just needs a little extra something or it needed less of this. Perfection is the goal, but it's never really fully achievable, but it should always be the goal. And I usually view patriotism as a Canadian in that lens where I see some of the many good things we have, such as being in a relatively safe, you know, for certain people, uh, a relatively safe and prosperous nation. I also see, on the other hand, however, that we got a shit ton of issues relating to how we treat indigenous people, cops, wealth inequality, uh, monopolization of corporations. Like, there's a lot of problems that we have to fix. And for the most part, I still feel this way. You know, like, yes, there's some good. There's also bad. We need to talk about that in order to try and you know, begin to address it and actually make this into the country a lot of the quote-unquote patriots seem to imagine it to be. And that brings us to the second video. Now, that second video is one that came at the very end of my Dark Side of Canadian History playlist, where I point out all the many horrors, not all, but many of them, that happened in Canadian history. And for the part involving how we've treated the natives it was so long and so brutal, I had to split it into pre-Confederation and post-Confederation parts. And keep the indigenous people in mind and how, you know, so much happened, I had to make them the subjects entirely of two episodes. But at the end, I made a point that is once again proving to be correct, which is that a lot of people, when confronted with these terrible aspects of their history, want to retrench and they just see it as an attack. And we're seeing that right now in the wake of, again, as of recording, a sixth church, the fifth Catholic one, being burnt to a crisp by arsonists. So why are they burning Catholic churches? Well, as I've touched upon in several previous videos, it has to do with the church not making amends for the crimes of genocide committed against the indigenous people of this land. And yet many people online, nearly all of them conservatives, are doing exactly what I said is so problematic in our society. They're not looking at the bigger picture. Instead, it's just about self-victimization. And, you know, I'm not a fan of arson. Uh, I don't like seeing beautiful old buildings destroyed. But again... Let's look at the context here. A lot of these people saying, you know, oh, if this was happening to a synagogue or a mosque, Justin Trudeau, you know, and Jigmeet Singh, they would be all over it. They'd be trying to put the fire out by hand. They'd immediately issue condemnation. 
good honest Christians are being attacked in this country and only one leader, Aaron O'Toole, is brave enough to say anything. Pause. The reason why Catholic churches are being targeted is because of the more than a century of abuse at the hands of the Catholic Church. Well-documented abuse by pastors and nuns and priests as they systematically aided the Canadian government in the wholesale genocide and the cultural eradication of hundreds of different tribes and people. That is the crucial context missing from that part of the argument about, oh, geez, church is burning down to the ground. And yeah, you know, a lot of the natives on these bands have also said, look, we don't condone arson, you know, let us figure out how we want to you know, deal with these churches, whether they were used or not, at least one of them was abandoned and was burned as a symbol. That is, again, for the natives to decide, but they were given no decision-making part in the residential school system. And this is, again, not an old memory, and the brutality is fresh in the minds of people who are my age or older. This is not ancient history. It is living history for countless indigenous communities. So yeah, I get the anger, whether the people burning down these churches are indigenous or not. I understand that anger, especially when you realize that the Catholic Church isn't actually issuing apologies. They're delaying records, if not outright, you know, potentially burning them and destroying them. They haven't been honest and upfront. And when pressured, Again, we see this sort of self-victimization, like that Mississauga preacher that I mentioned in another video who was rightfully dragged for his comments about the good done at indigenous schools. And then another video I made, in fact, I think it was yesterday, about how the Catholic Church managed to raise over a multi-year fundraising campaign they managed to raise nearly $29 million for a new church in suburban Saskatoon with solar-powered windows and, you know, a huge 53-meter steel cross, and it's a state-of-the-art modern facility. They managed to fundraise for that, but they couldn't fundraise $25 million for Indigenous survivors of the residential school program. That right there says everything anyone needs to know about the Catholic Church and its current position, which is why people are quitting the Catholic Church in droves, why their churches are being burned down in just anger and protest and fury. And to bring this all back to Canada Day, yesterday, the remains of another 182 Indigenous children were discovered in unmarked graves. What's that total put us at now? Just over or just under 1,500 dead indigenous children. Either way, that number should be horrifying and sickening. How do you have the audacity to feel comfortable celebrating six feet above a mass graveyard? Again, 
I don't like burning down churches, repurpose them as community halls, indigenous healing centers. Maybe those bands or tribes or nations or reserves where they have churches on their site, if they decide, you know what? Yeah, we're going to burn it down. We all vote to do that. Again, that is their right. That is their land. That is their way of trying to heal. And there are many of us, far too many of us, that are deliberately standing in the way of that because they feel that their feelings come first like that mississauga preacher who you know wanted to try and uplift his congregation by talking about the good done and trying to distract you know oh the, look you know there's just so much negative news about the catholic church gee i wonder why maybe the catholic church should stop producing so much bad news and fix itself canada is a very imperfect country and there are yes good things about it but let's be real here right now what is front of mind is one of the most dark and horrifying chapters in our nation's relatively short history and if we can't accept that part of our history while also choosing to celebrate other more positive aspects of our history that is not only disingenuous, it is intellectually dishonest, hypocritical, and just completely worthy of mockery. We are not allowed to pick and choose the parts of our history that we want to bring to the forefront. History is often brutal and ugly. And so if you insist on celebrating Canada Day, also ask yourself, why that is and how much of the history in terms of its full scope you are taking in are you only taking in the parts about well you know like J john a mcdonald and he got the ball rolling on canada and then there was all this industrialization and then we had world war one where we came together as a nation and then oh there was a depression and that sucked but it was the start of social programs and the cbc and then we had world war two and uh you know, we kicked ass and we liberated the Netherlands. We can't possibly be the bad guy, right? And we will conveniently leave out orange order terrorism. We will leave out the fact that nearly half of the people at the conferences to get Canada started were against the project because they wanted to be a maritime union in the first place. We ignore the fact that we participated in the Boer War, which was full of war crimes. And again, in World War I, we didn't really have a choice because we were still a subservient part of the British Empire. And oh, right. Yeah, that kind of is a part that we never talk about, how Canada is just yet another arm for the British Empire in Canada, which is why the only times we've ever given a crap about the natives is their treaties with us to secure it and more land and resources for the British crown, native people be damned, even though they're the ones who have fought and died beside us. And, oh right, we also don't talk that much about how in World War I, we were super against letting anyone who wasn't white fight. And, um, oh yeah, also in the Great Depression, how we didn't help out indigenous communities or black communities or minority communities, whether they were white immigrants or non-white immigrants. And, oh, hmm, yeah, and then when we get to World War II, the internment of various people, including Japanese and Italians, like, yeah, mmm, right, yeah, um, that's the problem. There is 
good that we have done, but it is an incomplete picture. And so if your idea, as you have the audacity to celebrate Canada Day this year, as news continues to roll in of a just ever-increasing body count of children, if you have the audacity to feel comfortable celebrating your idea of history as you continue to again do so on the one of the world's largest mass burial sites, you are no true patriot. You are full of propaganda and you are full of an incomplete picture of this nation that you claim to love. If you actually loved this nation, you would work to better it rather than burying your head in the sand. And so long as you keep buying in to these divisive politics, these socio-political culture wars that are propped up by conservatives and Republicans saying, oh, look, they're attacking this imagined version of ourselves when really we're just asking for people to be honest and to show some respect and take a step back and realize, wow, yeah, you know what? kind of don't feel good celebrating considering all that has happened these past few months. And yet, unfortunately, as I pointed out in that I'm bothered by Canada video, many people unfortunately just immediately retrench and they dig their heels in and they don't want to do the work and that is why Canada is being held back. Real patriots would not hold the country back. Real patriots would try and find a way forward. And the fact that many of you self-professed patriots aren't doing that is definitely what's bothering me today.